Jesus podcast. I'm LaVita Brooks, Christian author, Bible teacher, and founder of the Me Project Academy, bringing you information on how to live in a corrupt world which refuses to accept the word of Christ Jesus. This podcast gives you a wake-up call to who you are and whose you are and how to practice spiritual disciplines to help keep you and yours faithful in a fallen world which is not your home. John 14, 23 says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Saints, you can find this episode transcript, our free Christian blueprint, and much more at HangingOutWithJesusPodcast.com. Now, on to the show. This is episode 72. It's going to be short and sweet. Saints, as you know, I am trying to get everything squared away for my new book called Nuggets for Thought. I feel so blessed to be publishing my mother's poems. This has been an inspiring and uplifting yeah, and, and tear-filled journey for me. <laughs> I just want to thank everyone for supporting this ministry, which contains the podcast, the academy, blog, books, and and journals, Bible studies. You can support the podcast by leaving a review on the platform you are listening to now. <laughs> hey, saints, send in your comments on the blog, the website, or the podcast, or the YouTube, and through mail, in which, you know, this way I can have the opportunity to hear from you, because then it makes this more like a conversation. And you can always go to hangingoutwithjesuspodcast.com. Saints, you may want to get your pen and paper because this is one of those episodes in which you may want to do some writing. Now, come walk with me where we intentionally and daily hang out with Jesus. To my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. That's Galatians chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. Saints, I ran across this question from my daily devotional called 21 Days of Breakthrough Prayer, The Power of Agreement by Jim Maxim. It's a simple question that caused me to stop and ponder. It's one of those questions that you could easily miss unless God's highlighting your mission, purpose, and prayer. <laughs> Here is the question. How does the content of your prayers differ from the biblical patterns and teachings about the things we should be praying about. How does the content of your prayers differ from the biblical patterns and teachings about the things we should be praying about? How? Does the content of your prayers differ from the biblical patterns and teachings about the things we should be praying about? Hmm. 
Well, first, let's look at our prayers, the way we are presently praying. We're usually asking God to bless this person, heal that person, provide financial support for this organization, guidance for that leader, a new car for ourselves, and better living conditions. Oh, and oh, Lord, please get us out of this mess and save this person and help me see uh, your will more clearly. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so so I'm laughing because I see even more clearly this quote written in the same devotional by James Walker, in which he said, oh, it's funny, we spend more prayer energy trying to keep sick Christians out of heaven than trying to keep lost people out of hell. <laughs> Now that's something to think about, huh? <laughs> so, so let's return to our question at hand. How does the content of our prayers differ from the biblical patterns and teachings about the things we should be praying about? Well, what are the biblical patterns and teachings of prayer? Where will we find them? Well, the Bible. So let's check out Jesus' prayers, Paul's prayers. And the early church prayers. Now, we know that Jesus did a lot of praying in private. So we're not really privy to all those personal prayers that he had with God that seemed to rejuvenate him for the next day's journey of life's events. But what we do have are places in which he spoke to God freely in front of everybody to hear. Like John 11, verses 41 to 42, which he spoke after they rolled the tomb of Lazarus um, and, and told Lazarus to come out. It reads this way. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou Heareth me always, but because of the people which stand by, I say it that they may believe that thou hast sent me. Y'all search the scriptures because you will find even more scriptures like this where Jesus is praying out loud to the Father and he's giving him thanks and, and glory and, 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 and Jesus is, is in total submission to God's will. For example, another scripture is Mark 14, verse 36. Check it out. Now, now let's look at Paul. The first chapters of his letters always talk about his prayers of thanksgiving to the Father, praises to God, his love for the believers, and the mission of advancing the gospel in some way. So he had those four things in his first chapters. And some contained all of them and some just contained, you know, a couple of them. But check it out for yourself. That's some good Bible study information that you can apply to your life. And because this podcast is, is it an hour, <laughs> I can't go into everything. But so, so, so you had to do some studying on your own and, and that allows you to spend time with the Lord, right? <laughs> now, Let's look at the early church as they pray. 
we can get most of our findings out of the book of Acts. We see that prayer was a daily ritual for spiritual growth. (laughs) Hey, saints, that's what we call a spiritual discipline. Practice makes one better. They request a fresh anointing, boldness to endure. And here's something that stood out to me in Acts 4.30. They were praying aloud and they said, through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Y'all, that just reminded me even more that we are to pray in the name of Jesus. <laughs> That's just a footnote I thought I'd like to share with you. <laughs> now, knowing all of what we just learned, it makes you rethink your prayer life. True, all those things we are praying for are good. But is that where God wants our focus? When you look at the prayers of Jesus, Paul, in the early church, theirs were more focused on spreading the gospel, having the boldness to speak God's word, and mission focus on completing their calling. And there's some other things also. But a, an, another thing that I want you to notice is that all of them spent a long time with God. These bold prayers didn't just come up out of the wind because they were hanging out with their friends. And, and they were going to Bible study. No, 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 no. It came about because they spent time with the one God who filled them with the Holy Spirit to pray such courageous prayers. Pastor John Piper said this in his message. His message is called, Ask Whatever You Wish. And it's from his, um, he has, he has, The ministry is called Desiring God's Ministry. And this is what he says about our prayer choices. There are dozens of instances in the Bible of people praying for desires as natural as a desire for protection from enemies and escape from danger and success in vocation and fertility in marriage, recovery from sickness, etc., My point is not that those desires are wrong. My point is that they should always be subordinate to spiritual desires, kingdom desires, fruit-bearing desires, gospel-spreading, God-centered desires, Christ-exalting, God-glorifying desires. And when our natural desires are felt as a means to these greater desires, then they become the proper subject of prayer. So how can we conform our mindset, our prayers, to the biblical patterns and teachings of prayer? (laughs) You're going to (laughs) laugh, but I'm telling you, the answer is goal setting. (laughs) Saints, in order to grow in Christ the biblical way, you must practice the biblical way. And that involves Bible study and Bible practice. It does not involve listening to people all the time or watching videos and snippets of Bible verses. It means discipline. It means studying the Bible for yourself and applying it through practice. Now, now, how that discipline looks, well, that between, that's between you and God. 
All I can do right here, right now is to give you a starter on how to set your goals in which we're going to call them prayer goals. Because see, the first starter is to actually set goals. Just like many of you have written your goals for the new year, God's given you a word or a vision or a phrase for the new year or even your mission or purpose. Well, what are you doing with those goals? Are you sitting on it? Or are you just waiting for it to happen? Or are you getting ready to set sail <laughs> so you can do it? <laughs> well, in order to set sail to do it, you got to have a plan. God had a plan when he made this earth and put all of us on it. You see, that plan needs to consist of setting goals with Holy Spirit. <laughs> I thank God for all of you who have done just that. Set your goals with the Holy Spirit because you can move on. Now, now let's just revisit the question one more time to make sure. Okay, so we keep our focus. It says, how does the content of our prayers differ from the biblical patterns and teachings about the things we should be praying about? So we know that we have to set goals. So let's look at three things that we've already talked about, which were focus on spreading the gospel having the boldness to speak God's word, and mission focus on completing your calling. Let's look at those three. Now let's set a prayer goal. Which one of those three do you feel like God is highlighting in your life right now or touching your heart right now? Well, for me, where I am in my life right now, knowing that God has told me to that he wants me to blossom where I'm planted and thinking about the conversations I've already had with Holy Spirit around this year. I believe my prayer goal should be that God opens doors for me to spread the gospel and that I speak his words with boldness and confidence. Now, before I go any further with this, I'm going to sit down with the Holy Spirit to make sure that that is what I should be focusing on. I want clarity. I want to make sure that God can change it in the process as we're going, you know, whatever. But right now, for me to set a prayer goal, I need to make sure, Holy Spirit, is this, is this the focus for me right now? Once I get that clarity, my second step will be to answer this question. What action am I going to take to practice it? Well, first thing is to put it where you, you know, you pray in, in the places that you will see it regularly as your reminder. Now, for me, it would be my war journal and, and, and cause I have my goals there and I visit my goals in the morning. So I put that in. And my war journal, but I'll also put it on a note card on the wall because I have my goals already on the wall. This way I can't miss it. Now, what are going to be my actionable steps? Well, that was the first part of my extra actionable steps, which was to, to, to write in my war journal and, and, and on a note card to put it somewhere I can see. But the next step is to actually practice it. Now, 
we're going to use me as an example again. It said, so, so to spread the gospel and speak it boldly, I need to talk to a person, right? But I also need to spend time having the Holy Spirit build up my confidence through spending time in the Bible and boldness to speak up. So the question arises, well, what would I say? <laughs> well, for me, the first step would be to practice my personal testimony for 15 minutes a day in the bathroom for four weeks. I, I, I need to practice. I need something that I can use as my crutch so that the Holy Spirit can use it and expound on it and give me that boldness, that, that, that confidence I need. So, so that would be my second step to, to my actions. And then the third part of that action would be to actually ask the Lord to send people to me so that I can share the gospel. Hmm. Whoa. So let me put this in an actionable step. I would, I would, I would write it down like this. I will speak to one person a week sharing the gospel for six months. That'd be my goal. Okay. So those are my three actionable steps. One, write the goal in my war journal and on no card to put it on the wall. Two, practice my personal testimony for 15 minutes a day in the bathroom for four weeks. And then step three, I will share the gospel with one person a week for six months. Bam. That's my actionable steps. After I do my actionable steps so that I can practice it, well, the next thing is to schedule it. I got to schedule this in my life. So on my schedule, I put 15 minutes. That means every day I'm actually practicing my personal testimony. And I did that for four weeks. And then after that's done, then I put in my schedule to share the gospel with one person a week for six months. Saints, <laughs> the way to grow in Christ is not by asking for a bunch of things, but by simply spending time with him and applying what you've been taught. Saints, we have got to get to a point where it's not about ourselves, but more about completing the mission of that God's placed on our lives to do on this earth. It's about magnifying our Savior and our life and death and glorifying God and everything. So we need to take the time to reexamine our prayer life and then begin conforming it to the biblical patterns and teachings of prayer. Set your prayer goal. Establish your action steps to complete it. Then do it. Got it? <laughs> Set your prayer goal. Establish your action steps to complete it. Then do it. And do it means you schedule it and do it. Okay? <laughs> oh, Father God, I thank God, the Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for this time we have spent together. I pray that we never stop asking God to teach us how to pray so that we can constantly be in alignment 
with his patterns and teachings on how to communicate with him his way. Lord, teach us to be confident followers of Christ who spread the gospel with boldness according to your plan and purpose as we walk in your truth. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So, saints, until we meet again over the airwaves, intentionally and daily, hang out with Jesus. Shalom. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to receive it twice a month, then make sure you subscribe to the Me Project Academy newsletter. The link is in the show notes.